Welcome to C-Suite Radio. What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to Experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. It's time for another edition of The Brett Allen Show. It's go time, you and me! Join us weekly for the latest pop culture interviews from your favorite TV shows, movies, comedians, and so much more. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you, felt good. Plus, you never know who will drop by. What happened here was a miracle. Now, here is your host. I said throw down, boy. Welcome to the night's main event. Brett Allen. Brett Allen here chatting with actor Troy Mundell about Prey and various <laughs> other projects. Um, I'm excited to chat with you today. Thank you for watching everybody and listening uh thank you so much troy for your time thanks for hanging out today man oh thank you brett for having me on the show i'm really excited to have a conversation with you today yeah well this is a great movie and it's available to stream so people know it's on hulu now uh and uh we had your co-star dane D'Allegro on earlier on uh who actually plays the predator in this version um so let's talk about it uh were you a fan of the series prior to uh people watching and getting involved in it or was it sort of all new to you oh my goodness no uh being around uh, as a kid back when the original predator uh came out with arnold schwarzenegger jesse ventura and the gang uh big fan since then it was a, one of those movies that we'd watch multiple times as kids yeah it's such a great film so let's talk oh. about your experience with it sort of and I, i'm assuming most people have probably watched by now but if not I, I wouldn't necessarily call this a reboot necessarily, maybe sort of a different telling. Obviously, you're dealing with uh, a different culture in the film. It's it's so good. Good. I'm glad you liked it. Um, no, it was actually a really nice, fresh take on it uh, going back, uh, you know, back into the early 1700s. Um, with the First Nations casting, uh, it was a very exciting project to work on. I feel very fortunate to have been part of the team to help tell the story. Yeah, yeah. So I want to ask you, you know, because you have been a part of so many different projects, what sort of interested you and attracted you in being a part of it? Like what was sort of the determining factor for you? Well, to be perfectly honest with you, we didn't know what we were auditioning for when okay. we first got the sides. It was it was completely unknown. Um, we, we'd gotten the sides and I do know that myself Nelson, who plays Wax Mustache, uh, Mike plays Big Beard, and Bennett, uh, we all got the uh, the same sides. So we basically auditioned for this film using the sides uh, that Big Beard said in the Trapper camp. So uh, we knew it was called Skulls, we knew it was a period piece, and we knew that we were French trappers, and that's all we knew. So we were, we were in the dark. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. so interesting. I, I find it so funny uh, with a lot of these films uh, you just don't like know 
what it's about when when you're auditioning um but you kind of have an idea of the character or not even on this one at all like you just kind of wow. knew what they told you and that was it that was it i knew knew what was on the audition sides and that was basically it wow well it's such a great yeah. film and you do such a good job um and i think uh for anybody that's a fan of this sort of universe of the predator of the prey of course, Amber Mid Thunder, just mm. absolutely fantastic. Um, oh, yeah. Where did the journey become for you? Where did it start as an actor or a storyteller? Like, when did you know this was something that you wanted to do or to be a part of and, and make it your life and career? It's a little bit of a two pronged story or two faced story. Um, basically, uh, I was graduated from university. Uh, I'm from a very small rural town on the east coast of uh, Canada, Quebec specifically. We we grew up playing hockey, so you know nobody talked about acting. Hollywood and all uh, the film industry was so far away; it wasn't even on anybody's radars. Uh, but basically, we we did make some skits growing up. And one night, I was sitting home and I was listening to a movie, and I was doing the exact same thing that I had done growing up: is just imitating the actors on the movie. I love doing oh. that. So then it kind of dawned on me: I'm like, well, why don't I? give this a whirl so for me to try it i had to pack a bag hop in on train did a 16-hour train ride to go to toronto canada because that's where the nearest acting center was back in those days and my cousin had said well listen you don't even know if you like acting you don't even know if you like being on set why don't you try being background to see if it's something that, that is even feasible for you i was like okay i'll try it so i signed up for this background agency and i did this um call for for a movie um there was like a hundred BG underneath an overpass. And I just remember being in the midst of this crowd and someone was looking at me. And of course, being fresh off the train, I don't know who, what people are doing, what their titles are, what their roles are. I just knew this guy was looking at me and I was just like, oh, great. Am I in trouble? Am I going to get yanked off the set? What's going on? But it happens that the person that was looking at me was the first AD and wow. he had pulled me out of the crowd and he took me down showed me to the director, the director okayed me. So then I then became part of this five person gaggle of uh, villains. Uh, and there was the main bad guy. So then they picked me out of that crowd of the, the villains to be the bad guy's sidekick. So the whole scene is this car comes roaring in. We all jump in front of the car, bad guy jumps on the hood. I hand him a golf club and he starts going to town on the windshield. And then the actress comes out and then it's this whole shimazzle. And I was so exhilarated, Brett. It was just, it was like, it was some sort of high. It was just, I was tingling. I was excited. And for the first <laughs> time in my life, I was like, this is exactly what I want to do. And I've never looked back since. Um, and the movie was actually last night directed by Don McKellar. And the actress who was in the movie was Sandra Oh. Wow. That's yeah. so, that's such a cool story. I love hearing those types of stories. I've done some background and some stand-in work on some films and okay. I lived in New Mexico for several years and that's a hot spot for the industry there, but it is a very exhilarating thing when you get a chance to be a part of that like organic process, you know, mm -hmm. and see how things are put together because, you know, what we watch on screen, like, you know, this one in particular, um, it's an hour and a half, two hours, but the, the amount of time and sheer effort that's put into a project is massive. It's crazy. Oh. The hours that you guys work. So how, you, you mentioned that you stand, you stood in, how did you like standing in? I loved it. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. I worked on a show called in plain sight in Albuquerque, uh -huh. New Mexico crash. I did a couple episodes of breaking bad. 
I enjoyed it. It's a lot of fun just kind of being there in the midst of all of it and getting, you know, chosen by casting directors or ADs and the, just the, I don't even know how I would describe it. There's such a skill set to be able to look at people and kind of decide these two might be friends in real life. Uh, They could be hanging out together. It's just a cool experience. You know, I would say overall. hundred percent. And I'm standing in, uh, it's like a paid film course. Yeah. You know, if you are there and you want to learn, you can learn so much stuff by being there immersed with the crew. Um, you'd mentioned that you were on Breaking Bad. Did you work on Breaking Bad while you were in New Mexico? While I was in New Mexico, yeah. Did you did you happen to work when Louis Ferreira was on set? Um, I did not. So I worked on it. It was much later after I'd gotten picked up by a different casting agency. So okay. it was towards the last few seasons that I got to do stand in and background work for the show. They used my old car. I had a beat up car and they used that in a couple episodes, like in a high school parking lot. So, um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was I played a walk in customer at the car wash you know, and then I had other friends that worked on it as well that were regulars, like that worked at, you know, the car wash and things like that. So it was a great experience for sure. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Well, I think what you do is fascinating this world. Um, One last question here, sort of having been a Mm. part of so many different projects, um, was there ever a piece of advice or something that somebody shared with you that sort of sustained you and has kept you on the trajectory of your career? That's um, it's kind of a tough one to, to narrow down because I, I think as an actor, when you study with different people and you meet different people, you get nuggets that kind of you collect and, and the collection of these nuggets and, and bits of information and, and guidance kind of coalesce and kind of keep you moving forward. Um, I guess if I would have to, I think, two piece of, uh, pieces of advice. Uh, my mentor here in Vancouver, Ben uh, Emmanuel, who, I, who I've studied with for, for many years, um, he likes to say, uh, it's a saying that he's picked up, but um, artists should examine uh, their craft like scientists would examine their science. So, you know, looking at, at, at your, your craft that closely and that intensely uh, with that amount of effort. Um, and the other little bit of advice that I got was, uh, have you heard of Patsy Roddenberg? Uh, by I have chance? not. I have not. Oh my, oh my goodness. Uh, amazing woman. She's a master voice coach out of okay. the UK and she has come up with this circle system uh, and it works for actors. It works for other people as well. Uh, but everybody is in a, a, a different state, either first circle, second circle or third circle. And someone putting me on to that theory was really big game changer for me and uh, my acting moving forward to get to the next level. I love it. Well, everybody, please be sure to check out Prey. It's available to stream now on Hulu and our guest uh, Troy, uh, Dane, and everybody else, uh, and uh, all the other amazing projects he's been a part of. Troy, thank you so much for hanging out today. I appreciate your time. Thanks for listening and being a part of today's conversation. Thank you! If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider sharing it with a friend. It's absolutely free. A major proportion. The views and opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect those of the host. And remember, we care. <laughs>